In today's episode of our 30 Days of Inspiring Female Entrepreneurs, we're talking all about travel with Zahara D'Souza, and she's going to talk about what is it is like to be a travel counselor and to have a travel business, the highs, the lows, and the glamorous travel and everything in between. The thing I love about Female Fusion the most is our members. We have members from all over the world, every nationality, every culture, and every type of business. And people tend to come for all of the information, the content, and the discounts, but they stay for the community, which is the most warmest, supportive, and uplifting community. And I am so excited to share with you over the next 30 days, 30 stories of our members. They are going to inspire you and give you ideas on what you can do in your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. And today we're talking about the business of travel. And I am joined by Zahara D'Souza, who is a travel counselor and a member of Female Fusion. Welcome, Zahara. Hi, Jen. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so pleased to have you. And um We were talking just before we started today's session as well that I remember when you joined Female Fusion, you joined in the pandemic and your business, you were just building your business. And it's been so cool to see how much you've built your business and grown your business. Maybe you could tell everybody a bit about you, your background and what you do as a travel counsellor. Okay, so maybe I could start with when I um, first joined Travel Counselors. So um, I was working previously in the events industry when I first came to Dubai. And I found myself working odd hours, long hours, late hours. And uh, I was nine months pregnant and uh, decided that wasn't for me anymore. And that's when I came across uh, Travel Counselors. So as soon as I had my son, Tiago, um, I signed up with Travel Counselors. So um, uh, as many people know that Travel Counselors is a UK-based company, and uh, we franchise off them. So we run, all the Travel Counselors run their businesses as an individual. Um, I would say initially it was uh, very uh, challenging for me, uh, managing work-life balance. Um, And as we all know, no business was built in one day. So the first couple of years were extremely difficult. Um, And uh, slowly I noticed that my sales began to grow as I put more and more effort into it, such as networking, meeting more people outside, not staying at my desk so long, um, traveling more. Um, Yeah, so uh, slowly we, you know, my uh, life changed a little bit more and I began to be a little bit more positive about my business. And then we were hit by COVID. Yep, which is when we met. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We met, yeah, we met right in the middle of COVID. I I think it was just a little bit before COVID that we had met, actually, because I remember signing up for uh, uh, the Female Fusion Network at that time. Mm. And uh, obviously, that was great for my business. And I know a lot of people say that, oh, COVID, COVID, how did that affect your business? And to be honest, I think for me, it was just like a a silver lining in the cloud because people started to call me and ask me, you know, can you book us for our holiday? We're not sure where to go. Are we allowed to go to this country? Is this country open? Can my kids swim in the swimming pool? Is it safe for them? Do we need... um, 
Cinefarm? Do we need um, Pfizer? You know, it was a difficult time for me in terms of the amount of effort I was putting into my business, but the returns were great. And I think that the clients that um, joined uh, or rather who booked with me during those months have always continued to be my clients. So it, it was just an amazing experience for it's, me. It's a loyalty, right? Yeah, and right. I remember actually you helped me book something as well for travel. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I remember as well that I think it was like the day that we arrived that the rules had changed again. That's correct. In Abu Dhabi. It was yeah. Sadiat, wasn't it? Yeah, we yeah. went to, um, my husband and I were like, oh, we're going to go away for like a, just like a little mini break on yeah, the weekend. And you would help me book this fabulous deal in Abu Dhabi on this beautiful beach. And we arrived and they were like, where's your um, COVID test? And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? You don't need it anymore. It's like, no, that changed today. Now you need to have one. <laughs> Oh, well. And I remember having to sit inside the hotel room until we could get like the the negative PCR test yeah. as well. And you were so amazing yeah. that you found the doctor for me. You arranged for them to come to the hotel. So then I was like allowed out to go and enjoy the rest of the weekend as well. That, that was not the thing that you couldn't like I could keep up with as much as I could. But when the rules were changing so regularly, it was a little bit difficult as well for us you know totally um and yeah. in every market as well yeah. it's not just in the uae it was everywhere around the world exactly. that you were booking people on yeah. travel as yeah. well a lot so yeah eventually we got over it and you know we're on the other side of it and it's been great yeah well i see i follow you on social media and i Love seeing your posts. A little bit of uh, travel envy because it seems like every week you're somewhere fabulous. I always thought, gosh, I should have been a travel counselor. For a girl who loves to travel as much as she does, that would have been a better <laughs> better job for me. Or I should have worked for an airline where I could have had free travel all the time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a perfect uh, job Absolutely. or profession. Yeah. 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 And so you're, you travel quite often to different places and checking them out what's that like that you you often as a travel counselor you get to go experience different destinations so you can sell them to your clients afterwards yeah so the idea is of course if I've seen the product I know what I'm selling and I've experienced it so I know whether it would it would fit whether it was it would be suitable for you or for her or for them or for the family with young kids or whatever, so I do get quite a few opportunities uh, to travel with uh, the tra- with travel counselors. But I also do a lot of my own traveling. I try to go to a new country quite often so that I get to expose myself to different things that I've never seen before. So I mean, traveling for fam trips—they're called. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's work though, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's holiday, but it's also work. So at the end of the day, I mean, you you've still got to write up a report and explain what you've seen and what you've done. Um, but uh, yeah, those those are the perks of uh, being in travel, and uh, I think that's my favorite part. Totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, so one of the things we were talking about as well is in the pandemic, there are. A lot of people who are travel agents Mm -hmm. now um, Mm -hmm. all over the world. How do you stand out? How do you how do you build a client base in something which is quite a a busy market? 
Okay, I think I put myself out as not a travel agent, but some more like a travel advisor or a travel planner, because I work with my clients from the time I meet or meet them or speak to them on the phone until they've actually been on their holiday and they're back. So I actually hold their hand throughout the experience. So I think that's one of the biggest benefits. And of course, there's always peace of mind that if I it goes wrong for me somewhere, for instance, being stuck in the Maldives and the airport closed because of COVID. So situations like that, they don't happen often, but it could be anything, could be something really, really small as well. Um, what, what I think makes me stand out from the regular travel agents is also stuff like the experience I have. I come from the hospitality industry. I've worked in hotels for years. I've worked in many countries. I know about cultures in, in these countries. And I know whether that would match your personality or not. So for me, it's really important that I get to know my client quite intimately so that I know what their likes and dislikes are. I mean, sometimes I know their names of their dogs or <laughs> with school, you know, their kids go to or when the last year of school for, you know, their kids is and what they're doing for their... For but that's, that's relationship building, right? Exactly. Like that builds the exactly. loyalty. And I wish... It's funny that... When I've been doing podcast interviews with other entrepreneurs, relationship building and networking comes up almost all the time. When people say one of the areas of success for them in business, consistently networking, turning up, showing up, building those relationships is what's made the difference for them. Well, I totally agree. Because, I mean, you could easily go book your holiday online and, you know, yeah. you could still get it done. But at the end of the day, if you want value for your money or, you know, you want to have pe that peace of mind, I think it's definitely worth going out to someone like myself. And even if I, if I am not available, if I'm on a flight or... Uh, my phone doesn't ring or whatever, we still have a 24-7 duty office. So, and if you call that number, somebody is going to pick up the phone. It's not a machine. So you're That's always great. safe and, you know, you know that there, you can reach out to somebody the whole time. And, I, you know, with, with everybody being able to book everything online, a lot of times people go, oh, you know, I'm just going to like book my flight here. I'm going to book my hotel there. Mm. But I've realized as well, because I've used you and I've used other travel counselors as well. So this is the one thing with me is that um, we, have, we have a few members that are travel counselors and you and I had this conversation and I was like, I can't use just what I need to like have an order that I book a holiday with everybody. That's right. That's fair though, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I feel like I, I want to support everybody. Um, but with, with that as well, that it is so so busy. So being able to have those those relationships helps. But I want to have somebody organize my holiday who is just going to take care of it. Mm -hmm. I would rather pay that extra money mm -hmm. to go, okay, you know, you, you're going to organize my flights. You're going to organize the resort at the hotel. Just tell me so I can show up. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, Jen, it's not it's not always extra. Most of the time it isn't extra because sometimes we have access to packages or deals that, are uh, cheaper, with, right? no, that you don't see online. Yeah. So you don't know what's available because it's not showing. Plus we have these suppliers um, in all the countries. So say I haven't been to Bhutan where I haven't been, but I have a supplier on the ground over there who can help me to build your itinerary 
to what exactly in your budget and your wish list. So I know I haven't seen everything. I can't have seen everything yeah. and been everywhere. But I know that, you know, their advice is is good for me because it's very the latest advice and current as well. I love that. And one thing you didn't mention that I'm going to to mention that I think is quite unique about you as well is that you have an area of specialization that you if somebody comes to talk to you about travel there, they, that's your zone of genius. Do you want to talk mm. a little bit about that? So is that Kenya we're talking about yeah. or East Africa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I was born and raised in Kenya and we went on safari pretty much all the time, like, you know, we didn't travel internationally that much, yeah. you know, You're all like, our oh, holidays were like, safari. oh, let's go to the Mara, <laughs> oh, let's go to the Serengeti. So I grew up doing that, of course, and it's something that never goes away from you. So these days I don't get the opportunity to go every year, but we go, we've tried to go every second year since the kids have been born. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it just naturally comes to me booking a safari and knowing where is the right place for you to stay or which kind of safari or how many nights is right for you as a family or if it's a honeymoon or a wedding uh, celebration or whatever it is at least I can guide you on the right path and I know um, the direction there so yeah so that's Kenya uh, Tanzania South Africa as well and of course Rwanda for the gorillas yes. um, Uganda for the gorillas as well mm -hmm. so yeah that's that and I love doing that <laughs> just travel is so much fun Oh, yeah, that's my love language <laughs> outside of business travel. Maybe in your next life. My next life. Yeah, I'm going to work for an airline that will give me free travel all the time. <laughs> I always have the envy when I see friends who are working for airlines and they're like they're in first class and traveling all over the world. Like, I chose the wrong career. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And how have you found within Female Fusion... Mm -hmm. Um, you've been a member since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Have you found, has it helped your business at all? Oh yeah, definitely. It's helped me. But I have to say there's one thing. You need to keep showing up all the time. I mean, you can't just do it for three months and not show up for three months. That's not the idea. I think as we spoke earlier, it's about building relations. So if you don't show up, people begin to forget about you. Yeah. Um, it's been great. I've made great friends friends I meet outside of the circle all the time. Um, I've booked for quite a few um, of the members and I've had referrals from them. And yeah, I just look forward to, you know, the coffee morning. And if it's just chit chat with those I know or meet new faces, it's just a really pleasant space to be in. Yeah, I do love it. I think it's sometimes as well when you have so much going on mm. with running your business that it's nice to be surrounded by other people who just exactly. get it as well. And, and they can relate to yeah. you know it's exactly it's like oh my god I'm having such a nightmare of a day and I'm like you know what I had that yesterday and yeah. you know you just end up talking about all you know what whatever challenges you're all facing so yeah that's that's just somewhere where you can meet like-minded women and still and dis and discuss you can discuss kids or you can discuss your business so it's like anything why right? not both yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right and what about for you now for the future what's next so um, it's almost six years since I've been a travel counselor. And yeah, the only way is forward and upwards. So uh, let's see what the rest of the year brings. It's uh, The summer has been a little bit quiet. Well, not quiet in terms, quiet in terms of bookings, but I have had a lot of uh, clients travel over the summer. So just take it easy for the next 10 days. And I think uh, as soon as everyone is back in September, 
um, it's going to be really, really busy Super for, busy. yeah, especially October midterm and yes. uh, uh, December and February midterm as well. Yeah. So I would love to know as well, where's the hot places to go in 2024? Where's Sahara's top, top tips? I think it depends on who you are and how far you'd like to travel. But I feel like uh, more and more people are looking for an experience rather than a holiday. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I um, mentioned Bhutan earlier. So it's countries like this that people have like never been exposed to that they really want to uh, explore. And I think Bhutan is easier to get to yes. now as well, isn't yes, it? Because it, it is. used to be like they only gave out so many visas. You could only access it, I think, through through New Delhi or something like that? Like it was really hard to, it, it, to get there. It's uh, definitely gotten easier to, to go to a lot of places now. Yeah. So, and visas as well. I just read uh, just before I came here, I read that uh, Vietnam have opened up e-visas for all types of nationalities. So the world is also getting much easier and much more uh, like travel friendly. Uh, and they want people to come and see their countries. So I would say, yeah, mostly places that have been unexplored are now the ones that people are looking for. But if it's just, say, a, a midterm holiday from here or just a short haul flight, then it's the usual Maldives, Sri Lanka, Zanzibar, a safari. Um, Seychelles, I guess, maybe uh, as well. Seychelles as well. Um, yeah, most Georgia for ski. A lot of people are going for ski to Georgia now. Um, and Armenia, Jordan, all these, these places are quite close to us in the Middle East. And I'd say for people who are expats in the UAE and will only be here for a short time, there's a lot of places close within four hours that they can visit now that they wouldn't do if they, you know, if they were back in the UK or in Canada or America. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the greatest thing about being in the center of the world. Exactly. You're so close to so Mm. many places within a few hours. Well, Zahar, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for being part of Female Fusion. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Women on the Rise podcast and our 30 most inspiring female entrepreneurs. If you are inspired by today's episode, why not come and join us in Female Fusion? We would absolutely love to have you. This is where you will be able to connect with the most incredible female entrepreneurs who are all committed to building a most profitable business. All you need to do is head over to femalefusionnetwork.com forward slash join. I look forward to seeing you on the inside.